0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your data from prying eyes at expressvpn.com slash unleashed. Uh, well, how was your weekend? <laughs> Gosh, I bet it was great, right? No, just uh, so much fun. The country seems a lot
2: different than it was last time we were here. Does it? Sure does.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, let's see the numbers right now in the United States have really kind of exploded Uh, 143,055 have contracted the virus 2,513 have died from the virus the worldwide number 729,945 and 34,041 have died Mm. wow so, uh, the numbers are pretty big. Now, Dr. Fauci, for some reason, is making some predictions, and <laughs> his prediction is that one to 200,000 Americans will die from this. I don't know how that's helpful. I don't know how that does us any good. Uh, I don't think it does. But uh, but that's his prediction now, is it one to 200,000 Americans will die. So... I
2: mean, that's, uh, if we Overton window this, that's better than the $2 million that guy from Britain said.
1: Yes. Yeah. He, In fact, I think he said $2.2 $2 Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so... And that's when
2: society ground to a halt because of that one dude study. Mm-hmm. Or model. And then he then then came back
1: and said, oh, no, those are... I'm sorry. that We're not... No, those are much inflated. Okay. Well, thank you for doing that.
2: Next time, wait until after the NCAA tournament and then make your <laughs> dire predictions, please. <laughs>
1: because that's what did it <laughs> yeah, exactly no. what did it that and Rudy Gobert uh contracting the disease
2: damn Rudy Gobert that didn't help
1: ah, i know he apologized multiple times but still a little pissed cuz if he hadn't gotten it right then you know they were about to just start playing the the tournament i think the next week was the tournament they were going to finish the conference tournaments, and then they were going to do the seating in the selection Sunday, and it would have gone. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it was they're, right in
2: the middle of the uh, happen, conference so. tournaments. Right. I mean, it was. And they
1: shut them all down because Rudy
2: Gobert got COVID 19. It was very early in the conference tournament, uh, but mm-hmm. not so early that Nebraska had already been eliminated. Oh,
1: good, good. Mm-hmm, so you, that you knew where your se- season was going. That's what they do. The season was going home. It's
2: the worst team in the conference. Uh, <laughs> so it was that night, it was after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because it was a Wednesday, let's see, Wednesday
1: night. That's a lot better, though, it really. Wednesday, March 11th. It's a lot better to have just had a crappy year. And yeah. Because you had no expectation of going to the tournament. Yeah,
2: Nebraska had closure at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh,
1: yeah, for those teams who had aspirations of doing something, BYU, yep. mm-hmm. uh, not so good. It so, was not so good.
2: So yeah, so that happened on uh, that Wednesday night, March eleventh, right. right? Yeah, it's when that uh, went down.
1: And here we are at the thirtieth. So it's it's already been nineteen days. It's going on three weeks now. Wow. Um, how much longer? How much longer? Well, the president says now he's pushed his his aspiration date to April thirtieth. Now aspiration date. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's an aspirational date. He just wants to give us hope. I think where well, he's aspiring. To April 30th. So, I don't think that means, come April 30th, man, we're all going back to work and everything's fine. Okay. But and, and that's what they want, you know, that's what the news media is trying to make out of it. So that's a recommendation for uh, it, states and
2: municipalities to follow. Is that is that right? Because they can still yeah. make their own choices. But if you're a right. company now in New America, apparently mm-hmm. not the same standard applies. Talking about the uh, National Production Act going into effect now as... Uh, GM forced to make ventilators now
1: under that the respirator the respirator deal yeah mm-hmm. yep so so they just told them to make them yeah yeah
2: yeah we go we'll, okay. we'll get to that it'll be fun they were kind
1: of they, they were kind of offering weren't they
2: yeah they were already uh, working toward that yeah they were going towards Trump that. said they were taking too long so he invoked the <laughs> act and uh, fascism <laughs> okay. right, as good. Uh,
1: good geared up
2: here in America
1: now the president is doing some good things and mm-hmm. in, for, from my estimation doing some not so good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big battle over, over the bloated stimulus bill and Thomas Massey taking a principled stand on that, and that's what I think he was doing, uh, is taking a principled stand. Thomas Massey is, uh, I mean, this audience knows that Thomas Massey is a good, solid libertarian conservative. He's a uh, He's a small government guy. And so, of course, he's not, I mean, just because everybody else caves, that doesn't mean that he has to, right? Uh, So, anyway, the president was upset that Massey was trying to delay the bill, um, and he tweeted out, looks like a a third-rate grandstander named Representative Thomas Massey, a congressman from, unfortunately, a truly great state, Kentucky, wants to vote against the new Save Our Workers bill in Congress. He just wants the publicity. No. No, he doesn't. Uh, first of all, who wants that kind of publicity? Oh, He's yeah. not going to get good publicity from that, and he knows it. No, he He is knows it's going to be a bloodbath for him. Completely alone on Massey Island Are today. you kidding me? He wants that sort of publicity? No. No. Not on your life. Uh, so he can't stop it, only delay, which is both dangerous and costly, Workers and small businesses need money now in order to survive. Virus wasn't their fault. It is hell. Dealing with the Dems had to give up some stupid things in order to get the big picture done. 90% great. Eh, I don't know about 90%. Wow. Win back house, but throw Massey out of the Republican Party. Wow. No, please do not throw Massey All out of the Republican All because
2: Thomas Party. Massey wanted your representatives on the record as to how
1: they voted on he this. He just wanted them to come back and be on the record, which wow. they still didn't do. Uh, Correct. Guy <laughs> that came back and still took a voice vote. Mm-hmm. They still aren't going to be held accountable for it. No. Unbelievable. Unbe- but i tell you this. Thomas Massey is not a third-rate anything, mm. let alone a third-rate congressman. Uh, the guy is a first-rate conservative. And for my money, right now, the only one. Pretty much the only one.
2: Yep. <sighs> uh,
1: he's... He's conservative. He's brilliant. The guy's got a master's degree in electrical engineering from MIT. I mean, he's not—this is not a stupid guy. This is not a grandstander. Uh, this is a good guy trying to do the right thing for his country and trying to get people on the record.
2: Yeah, and, and to say that he's doing this for publicity is ridiculous. absolutely asinine. Thank you. That's the word I was about to use. He is completely alone, and he's got the left and the right going after him. John Kerry even chimed in. Oh, yeah, what was it Kerry said? Uh, John Kerry, yeah, so he tweeted out, Breaking news, Congressman Massey has tested positive for being an (laughs) a-hole. He must be quarantined to prevent Uh, the spread of his massive stupidity. He's given new meaning to the term masshole. Oh, look, he's trying to start a new hashtag. That's cute, John.
1: Hashtag mass hole. Ugh. Finally, something the president and I can agree on. And then, of course, Donald Trump. Tested positive mm-hmm. for being a, an a-hole. Yeah, so, so Trump chimes <laughs> in. Never knew John Kerry had such a good sense of humor. Very impressed. Um, with the uh, I, I can't exclamation believe that. mark there? I mean... Over a guy who's trying to do the right thing. Just Over wants the guy. publicity. Yeah. The guy who wants right. the publicity, yes. obviously. We all want that kind of publicity oh, to be yeah. piled on like that by the entire country, both left and right. Left and right. Unbelievable. And John Kerry, he's still around? Is he really around still? I mean, he has access to Twitter. I guess he does. Mm-hmm. Jeez. A masshole. That's what he is. Start using that Hashtag <laughs> hashtag. Masshole. That's really creative. <laughs> I shot it out across that chasm. I'm Israel. Chachem. Masshole. There it is. So bad. I, I just... I mean, it, you know, it's not good when John Kerry and Donald Trump are agreeing on something like that. Really? I mean, conservatives? Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I can't wait to hear what the, I mean, what the, you know, the, just the mindless uh, Trumpites say about this today on their various shows. What, what are you going to say about this? Really? You're going to take, take Tom Massey apart? Seriously? Everybody knows who Tom Massey is.
2: Yeah. Instead of saying that, oh, uh, no, I'm, I'm signing with the president. Say, no, 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 no. You're signing with John Kerry. Just to point that out. Yeah. (laughs) Make that point. Right. So that was Friday's Mm -hmm. drama, right? And then Saturday's drama was the quarantine stuff. Right. Every day was spectacular this weekend.
1: And by the way, the bill passed anyway. Yes, it did. If we didn't say that. A voice Uh, (laughs) vote. They they got there Friday night. Uh, They passed it Friday night. He signed it into law Friday night. I think late Friday night. And uh, we got it anyway. Yep. So, I mean, Tom Massey, uh, I'm... I'm proud of you, if nobody else is. Uh And I'll probably get a beating for that, too.
2: Oh, did you want to play? I know you love the clip of uh, that representative uh, Haley Stevens losing her mind during that uh, debate. Do you want to... Play that or
1: yeah? What uh she, This is a wannabe. This is like the fifth member of the squad or something. <laughs> she, she joins them on tour. She's the wannabe beetle. Here mm-hmm. she is.
3: Manufacturers who have no. I, re, I request thirty more seconds and because I rise before you, adorning the these gentlemen from Maryland, Maryland for, is recognized not for personal attention. She, not she not personal won't yield any to any Hoyer.
2: trying to give her today. more time. Yeah.
3: More time. Right <laughs> <laughs> to the family, gentlemen, everybody's a. trying to tell her that. Gentleman from Maryland is recognized.
1: The, Keep in mind, Democrats are in charge of, of this, order. by the way.
3: I yield the gentlelady 30 additional seconds. The gentlewoman is recognized for an additional 30 mm-hmm. seconds. The
4: cause <laughs> of their servitude, sharing in the profession She's with those insane. who have not come before you. Similar times what of trying you medical about? need, wars and flus pass. You what? will see darkness, you will be pushed, <laughs> and our society needs you to stand together <laughs> this time our country lo-
2: that is just bizarre. What I, I mean, if she had taken literally taken a breath, she would have realized that Hoyer gave is her the time. trying to give you time. Can you stop and breathe for a moment so you can be recognized and your microphone can be turned on?
1: You're in the majority there, Putin. Mm. Um mm. So that means that a Democrat is running the meeting and a Democrat is trying to give you his time.
2: Uh, th- there was cool gloves, though. Where do you get pink gloves, I don't by know.
1: the way? I don't know. Very like, stylish.
2: I just have uh, access to just you know the regular white latex gloves you know but you wearing she had, stuff out she in had public pink, no, no no she had pink ones though mm-hmm. uh no i wear i wear uh i wear the latex gloves like
1: you're not me. donning a mask or gloves I'm or the, any of that in public no but Don't i did any, see a guy who looked
2: like uh like the fly you know at walmart really with his this was a couple weeks ago though he had he had the <laughs> the goggles that were like reflective mm. like uh, ray-bans mm-hmm. okay and so it was very superhero-esque and it was like goggles and then he had the N95 mask going here. Okay. And it was like silver. I mean, he looked like a superhero. I think he might have had a... seemed like he had a hoodie on too or something. Was I mean, it a cool look then? It was Halloween.
1: Mm. It was a Halloween look. Mm. It was like trick-or-treating or something. He might be a high-risk guy. If if I were high-risk, that's how I'd be dressed. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be going to the store dressed like that.
2: Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing I've seen lot.
1: some. Yeah. But not as much as you might expect, though, given that this thing's really kind of exploding all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, all right. And we got people going nuts, like Haley Stevens from Michigan. Good gosh. Boy, you guys uh, you guys,
2: churn them out good up there in Michigan. Yeah.
1: Oh, they do. Oof. Just take a breath. I mean, you got Steny Hoyer to your right there. That's Steny Hoyer. You think <laughs> he's going to stop you from your ridiculous ranting? No, he's not. He's going to give you his time. Unbelievable! <laughs> it's really unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More coming up here in just a minute.
2: No, we don't break here. Oh, that's <laughs> scared. Martin Martin's about... having a heart attack in the other room. All right, Martin.
1: I mean to scare you. I'm <laughs> no, doing we're... okay. I'm doing okay. <laughs> we
2: do that in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
1: Got a little head of myself that there. It
2: was fun though. Gave me a heart attack. This is,
1: I mean, because we just keep giving and giving and giving (laughs) to you, especially at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Uh, So uh, uh, let us give you some more. Yeah. So, yeah. After three uh, coronavirus stimulus packages, uh, Congress is already prepping phase four. Phase four. It's about time because phase three. It was clear back on Friday. Right. It was two days ago. We need more than $2.5 trillion. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. Uh, they're already getting together another uh, package.
2: Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> we got a sneak preview of that from Maxine Waters. She's she's already telling us what they want in it. Let's see that. <laughs> okay.
0: In addition to that, the plan that I put out would have given more protection to consumers. We have people who work every day, who have minimum wages. When they get laid off, uh, when they get fired, they don't have any cushion. They have nowhere to turn. And they Mm -hmm. need to not only put food on the table, they need to put gasoline in the car. Uh, They have debts. And so what I did in my plan was you do in I made plan? sure that, number one, mm. we took care of all renters. This okay. plan only takes care of renters that are government-assisted. Mm. But we have people who mm. are living in units mm. that are owned by landlords. They may be units of 6, 12, 8, 10 <laughs> units. These landlords have a mortgage to pay, okay. and so they need to be paid. We mm. don't want them to evict anybody, but we have to create a facility at which we pay the landlords who do not evict. That's extraordinarily important. That has to uh-huh. be in the next plan to make sure, sure that we sure. cover those yeah. or have, need to rent assistance. In addition to that, uh, I have in my plan uh, that the credit bureaus cannot uh, basically diminish your credit ratings. And so that's not in this plan. Hmm. Also, I have in my yeah. plan mm-hmm. uh, basically paying the bills, credit cards, other kinds of things okay, that good, low-income good. people have debt. That needs to what be What about paid. student loans? So please we're tell going me you're all, that. all of that. We're Money. going to be looking more at our small businesses. I mm. think this plan is very good for small businesses, but we've got to do more. Yeah, we have yeah. our concessionaires, for example. Oh, concessionaires. The airports, many are minorities. Sure. sure. Uh, they are really harmed now with the airports being closed down. Right. We have people who provide yeah. the, the catering.
1: Cater- service for them. Caterers,
0: yeah, I have a yeah. woman who mm-hmm. called me and mm-hmm. she's pretty desperate. Yeah. I'm going to do everything mm-hmm. that I can to look for out for these small businesses. Yeah. We still have people who are in their homes hungry. We had mm-hmm. one woman who called, couldn't take her medicine uh, because she had no food in her home. And so we just took mm-hmm. her some yep. food and say, here's some food we're going to get with the LA food bank for yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Bank But tomorrow we're going to get more food to mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But today, Here's enough food for you for a couple of days. Take your medicine. Don't be sick. So everybody's working. I'm going to put into the next bill.
1: So if I'm hungry, can I call her? What was not
2: covered in this bill?
1: All right. Uh-huh. So you, if you're hungry, call Maxine uh, and she'll she'll deliver food for the next couple of days. For the next too. couple of days, and then
2: down the road, in the fourth stimulus, we'll, we'll do it more. We're, we're going to we'll, do un-
1: we'll get you a grocery package.
2: Universal, universal groceries. Universal
1: groceries. Yeah. Uh, isn't that the most basic of needs? And gas cards are coming. You kidding me? She if you're going to pay my rent mm-hmm. and my mortgage, you you also need to pay for my food. She just
2: said she was going to pay off credit cards and the yes. next bill.
1: Yes, she did. Pay off your credit card. your cards. credit card debt. That's nice. Now's the time to that's nice. <laughs> head to Costco. What time they open? There's wow. going to be some people happy about this virus after a while. Right? Holy cow. Getting them completely out of debt and if you're, whatnot and so forth.
2: If you are a concessionaire in the airport and a minority, you will also get help from the next bill. Okay. As she
1: stated. All
2: right. Or if you're in catering business.
1: Yeah. That's caterers. Gonna we got to take care of caterers.
2: Don't forget the gas cards. I'm looking forward to that one.
1: Got to have gas, right? I got to get from point A to point, even though I can't go anywhere. If I do have an emergency, I need gas in my car. So how about gas money for a month for everybody?
2: And did you hear, she pointed out the LA Food Bank. I mean, that's where this lady should be going. Absolutely. Yes. Right? If she needs help, she should right. be going to the federal government. Yes.
1: Right. That's right. should be going to a charity. The hierarchy of that, your family,
2: mm-hmm.
1: friends, neighbors, your church. And then uh, if all else fails, you got a security net, maybe of, of the government if, if you need. But I mean, we're just, we've turned all of that upside down. And the first thing you go to is the federal government. Let's just, uh, let's go right directly. Do not pass go. Do not, well, do collect $200 and go to the federal government. $200, man. Yeah, more like $2,000. <laughs> uh, this is crazy. Yeah. I, well, Seriously, if you're going to pay mortgage, which. It doesn't have to be this way where we're paying for rent and mortgage. You go to the banks and you say, "Hey, give everybody a moratorium on their mor- since we bailed you out, since the Fed has bailed you out. How about you take 3 months and don't and, and just push back everybody's mortgage for 3 months. And then you go to the states and you say, "Hey, what if you gave people a little vacation on their property tax?" Well, then you've saved people thousands of dollars.
2: Yeah, but see, that's the problem. You want this to have a sunset. You want this to be a patch, whereas the Mm -hmm. left sees this as the door has now been kicked open for socialism. For gigantic socialism. And we're going to make this permanent, and this is going to be
1: the way it's going to be. And that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Well, what was it Clyburn? Yeah, it was Clyburn who said... Hey, this is our chance. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, to remake the government the way we want it to be.
2: And Pelosi said this last bill on Friday, this the <laughs> the CARES Act was just a down payment on what's to come.
1: Oh, right. A down two trillion dollars is a down payment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, like Mass, like Thomas Massey said, this is two trillion dollars Divide two trillion by three hundred fifty million, which is a little more than we have. So this is even. He's being conservative here. It's almost $6,000 for every man, woman, and child. I'm talking about spending. This won't go to the men, women, and children. So if you have a family of five, this spending bill represents $30,000 of additional U.S. national debt because there's no plan to pay for it. Well, except for the plan put forward by Rashida Talib, where we were going to make the 20,000-ton uh, coins, two of them... <laughs> Yeah, two. Don't, two $1 yeah. trillion dollar coins that would have paid for this thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know who got to carry the coins around in their pocket because that's going to be heavy. <laughs> but the two platinum coins that would have each weighed 20,000 tons uh, and they'd be worth a trillion dollars each. Anyway, Massey says $2 trillion from Congress plus $4 trillion from the Fed and Treasury.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's $6 trillion in stimulus. Uh, $6 trillion divided by 350 million citizens is $17,000 per citizen times a family of four. $68,000 per family of new national debt and dollar devaluation in this stimulus. Not a good deal. Madness. Okay. I mean, and for that, he gets bludgeoned by virtually everyone. So the ideas for the next stimulus, Uh, let's see, one cited by both President Trump and Democrat leaders is a desire for more money to shore up state government budgets, uh, collapsing under lost tax revenue and new spending demands.
2: Boy, if you think you're an autonomous state at this point, you better enjoy enjoy the
1: next uh, couple of days. Yep. You're going to be beholden to them because they'll just hold this over your head for them For you to do exactly what they want you to do. A common theme from economists and legislators across the political spectrum, the latest measure was mainly about keeping U.S. commerce on life support (laughs) while it endures a medically induced coma. Mm -hmm. That is paying businesses and workers revenues and wages lost during the shutdown. A next phase would likely pivot from stabilization to stimulus. (laughs) Wow. So the $2 trillion was just to stabilize. Yeah,
2: stabilize. What are you talking about?
1: Uh, this is not even a stimulus package. Yeah. yeah Providing just... the patient a robust regimen of physical therapy in an attempt to get the economy back to full full health. Yeah. A- action so far has been about mitigation, according to Pelosi. <laughs> $2 trillion a down payment. is mitigation. Next, we'll go from emergency mitigation to recovery to grow the economy and create more jobs. Mm-hmm. She later called the new law, uh, yeah, as you said, a very big down payment. Oh, a
2: very big down payment. Very, so she's willing to call very it a big.
1: very big down payment. That's the biggest down payment in the history of the world.
2: Yeah, if your down payment is over two trillion dollars, you might want to look for a, you a different shop home. Shop around some, you know, yeah. kind of do some uh, price comparison. Yeah. Ooh, Thomas Massey against the world.
1: <sighs> wow. And I mean, this is already. The largest government uh, stimulus package in the history of the world. Yeah. In the history of the world. Well, we can afford it. We're the richest country in the world. Uh, Are we? (laughs) Have you ever seen our our balance sheet? Shall I check it? Kind of unbalanced, I'm thinking. I think there's a two and a three followed by about 700 zeros. Whoa. Is it twenty three trillion? Twenty three
2: point six trillion, but is that factored in this latest? Uh, I don't latest think so. Yet? I don't think bet so not. either. No, because no, we just checked and it was like that's that.
1: going to be $24.25. Okay, twenty five point six trillion after this. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. Unless we do the Rashida Talib plan, of course, with the trillion dollar coins we've already paid which for, which I'm it. willing to explore at this point. Yeah, let's look at
2: it. It's crazy.
1: <laughs> let's look at it. Yep. All right. There's a couple of uh, there's a couple of little bright. Lights. Oh, bright lights that are beginning. I need some bright and lights. This might be a good place to insert them, <laughs> uh, since it's been a little depressing so far. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are a couple of Stanford doctors <clears throat> who are saying that the estimates we're hearing right now are, you know, for death and destruction, way overblown. Right. Two health experts from Stanford, Aaron uh, Ben David and Jay Badachari warn Americans in a Wall Street Journal ed- editorial that the current estimates about the coronavirus fatality rate may be too high by orders of magnitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's a lot. Okay, b- If it's an order of magnitude, that's a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, according to the two doctors, both of whom are medical doctors, while they're supportive of social distancing guidelines and efforts to contain the disease, they fear that orders to shut down the entire economy may be based on shoddy research data.
2: Yep. Thank you. And and this is all of these states and
1: cities around
2: the country have all been citing...
1: Yeah, these this, estimates. This
2: crazy uh, model estimate from the guy in England.
1: Which he took back.
2: Which he took back. But too late. Now you're on lockdown. And even yeah. Cuomo is saying, yeah, you know what? What did I say? I saw an article where three straight days at press conferences, he has said now that, yeah maybe that backfired a little bit on us Uh lockdown and sending the kids home to infect their parents you think stuff like that yeah look
1: what's happened in mm -hmm. new in new york it just went out of control for them i mean about half almost half of the uh of the cases are from new york alone that's amazing yeah do we have that heat map can we can we show that heat
2: map of uh where all the it's gonna look a
1: little toasty in new york yeah, uh, I'm thinking. See.
2: So there you go. Wow! Look at that. Look at the nation. It yeah. looks like uh, it looks like you know we got the measles everywhere. Uh, wow. Red dot in all these different places, and then boom, New York is entirely covered with a red circle. New Jersey as well. Connecticut, uh, Massachusetts up there. So anyhow,
1: and there's no, there's no real super safe space. It looks like, but. Uh but New York is just completely out of control. Oh,
2: I don't know if you want to do this right now, but there's a minute video that shows like the spring breakers cell phone activity.
1: Yeah, we'll at do that, that coming beach. back okay. here.
2: Yeah, and it just shows you how it how it's spread out.
1: Thank you, millennials. Yeah, thank you very much. That's great. Jeez. So these, these doctors say Yeah. If it's true that the, no- the coronavirus would kill millions with- without shelter-in-place orders and quarantines, then the extraordinary measures being carried out in cities and states around the country are surely justified. But, and what a big one it is, they add, there's, a- there's little evidence to confirm that premise, and projections of the death toll could plausibly be orders of magnitude too high. Wow. Ah.
2: Uh, You're at home today. Because of one guy's model that was wrong, and he admits as much.
1: Yeah. Fear of COVID-19 is based on high estimated case fatality rates, 2 to 4% of people. Um, actually, I think our rate is really close to like 1.5% right now. So if 100 million Americans ultimately get the disease, 2 to 4 million could die. We believe that estimate is deeply flawed. The true fatality rate is the portion of those infected who died not the deaths from identified positive cases. Yeah, the highest ah,
2: the highest death rate per state, if I remember seeing this correctly, was Washington state, 4%, yeah, but remember all the old
1: people. That one nursing home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. had some 30, 35, 40 uh, residents who died in that one place, which is really tragic, but it was it was an old folks home which we know they're high risk. So if you were to apply all of this that these uh, Stanford doctors are saying uh, to uh, where the town, an entire province where a town is located, which has a population of, say, 955,000, it would mean there were actually 26,000 infections at any given time, and not the 198 that were officially confirmed. This would be 130 times greater than the number of cases uh, reported. So they think... That the number that they're projecting in death it could be hundred and thirty times more than will actually happen.
2: I remember the same guy who said two hundred thousand will die in Britain, changed it to twenty thousand, and then tucked in. Oh, by the way, ten thousand of those would have been dead by the end of the year anyway by other causes. So he's literally gone from two hundred thousand in Britain to ten. To ten thousand.
1: Amazing. All right, triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. With your calls and at Pat Unleashed with your tweets. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here, at Pat Unleashed. From Sherry. Good morning, Pat and Keith. I just had a terrific weekend touring my house.
4: Ah, that must have
1: been really nice. Yeah. Good. That's cool. Oh, oh, man. (laughs) I tell you, if we are
2: blessed to be able to to have jobs, well, A, to have jobs.
1: Yes. And B, to have a job that That we can actually come to. (laughs) to. Yes.
2: I tell you what, man. It's not easy. I'd be knocking down walls if I were at my house 24 hours a day for this
1: long. From B to Bodine, I'd like to give the president uh, just a little advice. Not everyone that kisses your ass is your friend, (laughs) and not everyone that goes against you is your enemy. Yeah. Uh, That's a tough one for him, Pastor Sam Burton. I'm still trying to figure out how and why Congress got a raise on the stimulus package. Say what now? Do Wait, what? Did they? Did Wait they vote a themselves a raise? Now,
2: hang on a second. There's an amendment. <clears throat> I don't
1: well, know. Well, they th- can't vote themselves a raise, but they can vote it for the next
2: Congress, right? Because I, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't that. know that. Do was we in still it? follow any part of the Constitution? No. So maybe no. this. Okay, yeah. No.
1: We'll have to look into that. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize they did that, too. I didn't too. either. Ever-changing Twitter handle. Uh, amazing how there have been zero mass shootings, all ammo and guns being bought in mass. Almost like guns are not the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Yeah, but we know that can't be the case. From Rodney in Virginia. Was Haley Stevens in the middle of a sermon? I was waiting for her to start speaking in tongues. Uh, Just too muck and fudge. (laughs) Nothing wakes you up on a Monday morning like an ear assault by a ranting liberal shrew. (laughs) Thanks, Pat. Happy to do that. Uh, Jeffy's droopy thong. (laughs) Uh, It's not heroic to take my tax money and then give it away to the public in a knee-jerk reaction. Stop taxing and wasting so much money, and this wouldn't be a problem. From Keystone Pig. How about if Maxine Waters tells us what's not in her bill? Seems like that would be a much shorter list. (laughs) Yeah. And Jeffy's 18 Spoons. What is it with these women in the Democrat Party? I'm so tired of them talking about toxic masculinity, then going on rage-fueled tirades in the halls of Congress. Thank you. <clears throat> I did mention uh, there is some, some good news here to be had. Uh, we were talking about the fact that these two Stanford doctors think some of these estimates are just way out of whack, way too high. We also have a U.S. company that's invented a machine that yields the COVID-19 tests, the test results, in five minutes. Five minutes. So it's like a rapid stress, uh, strep test that you would get at the doctor's office. I like it. A a rapid COVID-19 test. And it's from a U.S. company. This is what capitalism does. Mm. Nobody forced them to do this. They did this on their own. And they can start deploying these because the FDA fast-tracked it in about a week. So we could be seeing really rapid uh, COVID-19s, COVID-19 tests happening very shortly. And they said that's an absolute game-changer. So that's awesome. Plus, a bunch of students and uh, professors got together at Rice University in Houston. And they created a, a really inexpensive ventilator just more u.s ingenuity yeah we've created a low-cost ventilator solution that we hope to release for the world uh for people the prototype is already in the works at Oshman engineering design kitchen at rice university the ventilators will cost less than 300 dollars. i don't know what they cost now but i know it's in the thousands five ten thousand we should look that up too because they are expensive also uh we had a uh Keith did a poll over the weekend mm, mm-hmm. about the uh the problem between the president and Thomas Massey.
2: A ventilator is five to fifty thousand.
1: Five to fifty thousand. And this is for under three hundred bucks. Fantastic.
2: Yeah. More think,
1: American ingenuity.
2: Yeah, I think the fifty thousand version goes on land
1: and water. So the poll results, here were the questions. Yeah, here we go. Are here you go. more upset with Massey's recorded vote threat? Because he wanted everybody to come back and their votes be recorded Mm -hmm. so they can be held accountable.
2: And I didn't, I tried not to color this at all, uh, how I felt on this. I didn't, you know, like any of the responses or anything like that. I just wanted Mm -hmm. it to
1: be simply out there as as it was. So, yeah. Or are you more upset with Trump's lockdown or not upset with either the vote nor the lockdown? More upset with Massey's recorded vote threat? 9%. 9% were more mad at
2: Massey than Trump.
1: Thank you. More upset with Trump's lockdown? 57%. Fifty-seven percent. Trump telling states,
2: telling what states what they have to do. That they need to be quarantined, walled off, essentially.
1: Not upset with either one. Thirty-four percent. That's good to know. All right, good. Um. So hopefully, people understand at least in in our our audience, and I think Glenn's audience, that uh, that Thomas Massey is a good guy. Yeah, and his heart's in the right place, yeah. and he's trying to do the right thing, and he's not a big government guy, and this is. You talk about big... This is the biggest government move of all time as far as uh, spending money is concerned.
2: Yeah, it was a rough weekend as far as the trillions of dollars that were voted on. Uh, Trump calling for a quarantine of individual states. Yeah. And... um,
1: Which didn't happen, by the way.
2: And then the National Production Act actually going into effect. But yeah, uh, Trump tweeted out about, about considering the quarantine of uh, hotspots, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Decision will be made one way or another shortly.
1: And Cuomo was not happy about yeah. that. Uh, but Trump tweeted, I'm giving consideration to a quarantine of developing hotspots. New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. So uh, he was going to make that decision later in the afternoon. <laughs> in the meantime, Cuomo had something to say about it. Yeah, let's see. He was I not do pleased. not
3: believe it's going to come to that <laughs> on this. Again, uh, I've been speaking to the president Uh, This is would be a declaration of war on states, a federal declaration of war. And it wouldn't just be New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Uh, Next week, it would be Louisiana with New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. week after that, it would be uh, Detroit, and Michigan, and it would run all across the nation. And I don't think the president is looking to uh, start a lot of wars with a lot of states just about now for a lot Mm -hmm. of reasons.
1: Mm. Okay, then. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, talking civil war there.
2: Wow. Okay. I thought that was just
1: a right-wing kooks Hey, right.
2: what is going on there, huh? Wow. Uh-huh. Uh The language is really getting interesting. Not it's only It's ramping like, up for yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, in states or you've got uh, Rhode Island authorities going after people with New York license plates. Right? What are you doing up here?
1: Trying to keep them out of the state.
2: Exactly. You had the uh, the guys in Maine chop the tree down to block the driveway <laughs> of the guys from New Jersey who were hanging out up there.
1: <laughs> keep them quarantined. Oh, man. I mean, I I, don't,
2: I, don't, I would hesitate. I wouldn't call these skirmishes, but I would say it's um, we're a lot more. And
1: it, we're just at the beginning of this thing. Yeah. They've already pushed the guideline deal back uh, another couple of weeks to, to April 30th. So it'll be six weeks at that point. That we've been holed up in our homes, for the most part, in most of the country. And we're already getting just a tiny bit testy about it.
2: Yep. And remember, for now, these are still state and local uh, decisions being made. Yeah. Right? For now. For now. But Trump tested those waters, and
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Cuomo said... And the
1: waters were not not fine.
2: Not so fast, my friend.
1: (laughs) The water is not (laughs) fine. You don't need to come in and try it. Uh, So... 888 thirty three ninety three. the battle continues, and it's really hard to know what to do in all of this. What's the right move? I mean, I, I don't know, but I do know that the right move isn't taking all of our liberty. I mean, there are times, and I don't think this is the right thing either, but there are times when I think, well, why don't we just, why don't we maintain our freedom and the virus will run its course like H1N1 did. 60 million people got it. And uh, is it 12,000 that died? Or was it 60,000 that died?
2: I'll find out in a moment here. 18,000.
1: Uh, 18,000 died. Almost even. 60, almost 60,000 contracted the disease. Nobody panicked. We didn't close anything. We weren't shut down everywhere. You just wonder, all right, do you let it just run its course and, and we get the economy rolling again so that we don't have to worry about that once this is gone? Or is that to just... Too dangerous,
2: and if if all signs point to this, if, if it holds true, and heat does stop this oh, virus, I hope so
1: I mean I know it's going to be warm here this week. I think today is our last probably cool coolish day. It's going to be in the yeah. 60s supposedly. Yeah, but then 70s the rest of the week, and you know the nation's going to start warming up. That should help a lot. I hope. We'll see. Boy. Meantime, uh, there was there was a reporter talking to a. WHO uh official.
2: This is fascinating.
1: About how China's doing and 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 Asia is doing. And then she asks about Taiwan. Oh. And watch the reaction here from the WHO official.
4: Would the WHO consider Taiwan's membership? Hello. <laughs> would the, would the, ta- I can't hear you.
0: I couldn't hear your question. Okay, oh. yeah. Let
4: me let, uh-huh. let me let me repeat the question.
0: No, that, so. the, hey, let, let's move to another
2: one then.
4: Right, <laughs> there's, there's some, I'm no. actually curious on talking about Taiwan as well on Taiwan's case.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, hello. Whoa, good night. Oh, you just shut it down.
3: <laughs> we decided oh, to give Dr. Alward another call to sign. follow up. Man. All right.
4: and i just want to see if you can comment a bit on how taiwan has done so far in terms of containing the virus
0: <clears throat> well we've, we've already talked about china and um yeah i'm not you know, asking it about china. all the different asking areas about taiwan. of uh, of china they've actually all done wow. quite a good job so with that i'd like to thank you very much for inviting us to participate and uh and good luck as you go forward with the battle in hong kong
1: wow is that crazy there's a guy who is all about China and not offending China in any way. He's avoiding yeah. Taiwan completely because uh. the Chinese believe that's part of China. So that's the game he's playing <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. That's that's what you get from UN and UN organizations like the the World Health Organization. Yeah, a
2: couple of things. I mean, first of all, did his office go through a tunnel middle of the interview? Uh, where he lost connection. And then I love... I, no, love, I think they
1: shut it down on purpose. Yeah,
2: absolutely, they did. And I love how he just hangs this, like, I don't know, this UN flag or something draped over something behind him. It looked like a hostage video, but that's beside <laughs> the point. This guy, I mean, that was... That was... Blatant.
1: N- n- so obvious. You're in the team for China. Blatant commie sympathizer there. Oh, my goodness. I mean, how much evidence do we need about the UN and their organizations They are all anti-freedom, anti-U.S. and our allies. They hate Israel. They hate us.
2: That was spooky. That was spooky. That was almost like a Chinese official was standing off to the side, aiming a gun at him.
1: It sure was. That's why I say it feels like
2: a hostage video. Like it was hastily thrown together, set, and and he's just completely whatever. Yeah, well, China's done a great job all around, and he makes it a point to kind of slyly put in their she asked about Taiwan. I think with all parts of China, mm-hmm. as if to, you know, just give credence to the fact that no, Taiwan's totally China's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's despicable. Absolutely despicable. 888 933 Speaking of China, uh, there's some other issues involving that wonderful country that we all love so dearly. Um, according to the official Chinese government data, just over 50,000 people were infected with COVID-19. In Wuhan, with 2,535 dying from the disease so far. Now, they've been at 81,000 total infections for, <laughs> I don't know, a month? Yep, we're just holding steady. Or more? Good,
2: we got it licked.
1: They, they don't go up, they don't go down, they're still at 81,000. Oh, okay. Uh, really? That's amazing. Now, ch- Chinese investigative outlet Cajun reports that when mortuaries opened back up this week in the Hubei capital, and that's uh, Wuhan, people had to wait in line for as long as five hours to receive the remains of their loved ones Mm. who were lost during the (laughs) epidemic. One photo published by the news outlet showed a truck loaded with 2,500 urns arriving at just one mortuary. The driver said he delivered the same amount to the mortuary the day before, so that's 5,000 urns in two days. Okay. But they claim to have 2,500 deaths. Huh. Huh. Okay.
2: Well, they're just stocking up for.
1: Is it possible the next they've, pandemic. they've had a whole bunch of bathtub accidents where people have been killed in China, in Wuhan, what? in recent days? Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, another photo showed stacks of urns inside the mortuary. There were seven stacks with 500 each. In the, per stack, adding up to 3,500 urns just in that one picture. Uh, wow. So you add up just the anecdotal stuff and you're over what they should need. By a lot. Mm-hmm. If they're all sticking to the, uh, Wuhan has seven of these mortuaries. Wow. So if they're all sticking to the same schedule, this adds up to more than 40,000 urns being distributed over the next 10 days. Uh, are we going to believe there's only 2,500 deaths? I was going to say. Wow. Mm. Wow. But, so but yeah,
2: keep trusting the numbers out of China.
1: Then there's this weird note. This is even weird. This might be weirder. Or it might not be as weird. I don't know. You be the judge. <laughs> <laughs> might be something else going on here. Okay, what do you got? What do you got? <laughs> China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology announced uh, March 19th the number of, of phone users in each province in February. Compared with the previous announcement, which was released December 18th, 2019, uh, both cell phone and landline users dropped dramatically. How dramatically? Mm. Uh, 21 million. Whoa! 21 million fewer cell phone and landline users. Whoever's
2: in charge of, uh, probably a paper pusher, in charge of releasing those numbers in the Chinese government, just some Mm low-level guy who just every three months sends out the thing... Well, he's dead now, probably. The uh, Communist Party probably took care of that uh, after he released these numbers. Whoops.
1: So the cell phone users decreased by 21 million. Right? The number of landline users decreased by 840,000 more. Mm-hmm. What's behind the drop? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. You're just cracking
2: down on people releasing those videos.
1: In That's the previous years, they'd risen every year. Right. Now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, down 21 million. Wow, uh, people
2: try trying to disconnect. You know, they want to enjoy nature more, not be so accessible on their cell phones. Well, that's totally not a applicable argument <sighs> here where you have to be tracked in that country. That's
1: amazing. Yeah, that's... Uh... Just a couple of anecdotal stories that lead you to believe maybe China's not telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Pretty amazing. Yep. Also, the mobile phone industry has explored the creation of global data sharing that could track individuals around the world. Oh, that's cool. what we need. We can all be like China. This is so great. And
2: one global family.
1: <laughs> uh, a senior official at GSMA, which is an international standard setting body for the mobile phone industry, held discussions with at least one company that's capable of tracking individuals globally through their mobile device and discuss the possibility of creating a global data sharing system that's exactly yes! what we need yes track me <laughs> track me please that's exactly what we need uh, who doesn't want to be tracked well of, i don't
2: care i'm not doing anything wrong how many things on the other side of this virus are we going to get from this such as global tracking well look we got to trace pandemics we got to be prepared we got to know i don't care i'm not doing anything
1: wrong <laughs> Late 933.93 at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Courier for Christ tweets, Hey, melanac sounds like there's a lot more people who are worse at mathematics than me and you are. Oh, yeah. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, maybe like the U.S. Congress. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, the Steve 42 tweets, With a tr- $2 trillion down payment, do we still have to pay the PMI?
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Steve.
1: Uh, Deuce 5 tweets, If there's anything wrong with the country's balance sheet, all we have to do is mint more of those trillion-dollar coins, right? See? Yeah, that's all we do. So easy to get out of debt. Man. That is. You know, spend all the money you want. We'll make more. (laughs) And we didn't think about
2: this until Rashida, Rashida, Rashida came along. And uh, that's a great idea. Good job. She's brilliant. Right? It was right in front of our faces the whole time.
1: Absolutely brilliant. Um, We were talking about what's going on in in China and the numbers that just don't seem to add up necessarily with the urns, they're receiving the mortuaries. Uh, There are are those who say maybe 40,000 have just arrived at the seven different uh, mortuaries in Wuhan. 40,000? And they're still clinging to that, I think, 2,500 dead number, which is probably unbelievably low. Uh, probably unbelievably unrealistic.
2: Yeah, boy, they flattened that curve. in a hurry. <laughs> Yes,
1: they did. They did, they, and that's why they're sticking at eighty-one thousand infections uh, for about a month. Hmm. When ours are increasing by, I don't know, ten thousand a day or something, maybe even more. Um, <clears throat> that, but it's getting to the it's getting to the point where I think some people in Wuhan, especially, are getting a little fed up. And uh, they got together over the weekend and showed their displeasure with a little rioting.
2: Look at that! Look at that! They're knocking over police cars. Right? Right. That's not that one. Yeah. Yeah. So I sent. Okay. So the one that I sent there, guys. I'm just. I'm just saying right now. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I sent them the correct one. There's another video that I should have sent them. Where they pushed over. Where they the- actually knock it over and stuff. I'm not sure where that was. So that was my fault on that. But yeah, there is uh, police cars being knocked over and stuff in Wuhan. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh,
1: Natives are getting restless. Yeah, they
2: are. Mm-hmm.
1: Meanwhile, uh, remember the big uh, celebration of the students down in Florida where they all filled the beaches. They were just having a great time yeah, at spring were. break. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have a care in the world. Not even a care. Then they all got on planes and and trains and cars, planes, trains, and automobiles, and they went back home. And spread whatever kind of germs they'd picked up along the way. Spread it all over the East Coast.
3: Yeah, watch how this...
1: Check this out. From tracking cell phones in spring break at, at the Florida beaches.
3: We wanted to see the true footprint social gatherings like spring break beach crowds could really have on our society in the face of a global pandemic. Okay. To do so, we started with the big picture, powering our engine with billions of anonymized location data points from mobile devices across the globe. Using tectonics, we can then zoom in on specific regions. Here, we focus specifically on just one beach in Fort Lauderdale during the month of March. Okay. Again, each Mm -hmm. of these data points shown on the map corresponds to a unique mobile device active on a given day. All
2: right, look at that beach there.
3: You can see clearly that device activity spikes during the two-week stretch of early to mid-March corresponding to spring break. Trust us on the podcast there. Now, using an analysis called a spider query, we can actually track movement of these devices over the remaining weeks of March Wow. seeing where these devices went after Spring Breakers <laughs> left wow. the beach.
2: Oh, boy. Here we go.
3: As we zoom further and further out, it uh-huh. becomes clear just how massive the potential impact just one single beach gathering can have in spreading this virus across our nation.
1: Wow.
2: It can be hard
3: for us to realize the entire just East. how connected our world yeah, really to, is the until Midwest. the data tells yep. the stories that we just can't see.
2: Mm-hmm. Phoenix, Dallas, St. Louis, oh. and then the entire eastern half of the nation covered by the cell phones wow. that were at that one beach down in Fort Lauderdale.
1: The other thing about this is the the technology available is unbelievable. Yeah, look at how well they can track us. hmm and, and he said that's anonymous, right? So we, yeah. we don't know who. Oh, those
2: sure, phone it's anonymous. Sure. Yeah. And remember, yeah, you had yeah. the other story the end of last hour about governments want to get a piece of that and, and track you. <laughs> I mean, if you're not doing anything wrong, right? Who cares? Right.
1: It doesn't matter.
2: Scary what they can uh, track. So I, I like that we can illustrate that through this private video. Yeah. I would rather not have the government have that ability, although we know they do.
1: Mm. It also shows how irresponsible that was of all those little goofballs to go down there and do what they wanted to anyway. Uh, we're not, If we get it, we get it. That's fine. Yeah, that's great. You think you're immortal when you're 20, 21 years old. Uh, you're not. And the people you're spreading this to, your loved ones. Your parents and grandparents, cousins and uncles and aunts, uh, they might not be as immortal as you are. Just really unfortunate that that took place. Uh, but, you know, there's no going back now. It's a little too late for that. But, the, again, the, uh, the technology involved here is chilling. Now, they just did a study of where people are the most skeptical of the restrictions being placed on them and the surveillance that's that's coming from this. Uh, And they did a world study of, hey, uh, who's who's comfortable with what's going on right now? And uh, it might surprise you to know that concern in the United States of America where you would think our liberty is foremost among our treasured principles. We were fifth in the world. Being concerned about what's because we're all rolling over and saying, "Well, yeah, it has to do; it has to happen. They have to do this right now." Mm. In Japan, sixty-two percent are uh, are concerned about it. They're number one in the world. India, number two, at sixty-one percent, followed by Germany, fifty-five percent, Australia, fifty-two, and only forty-six percent of Americans are concerned about what's going on. Okay. Are skeptical about it. Aww. I mean, China's almost there with us. They're at 38% right behind us. Italy, 37 and France, 36%. Uh, they surveyed 14,000 people in 14 different countries, and we were only fifth. How is that possible? We could be fifth in the world in concern over losing our freedoms. It's just crazy. What has happened to us? Just take them for granted, man. We just assume they're gonna be there that's right i mean it's it, it, right
2: just think of the past couple we've of weeks
1: had them so long and we haven't had to work for it you know yeah. others did
2: and we've got we've lost the freedom to peaceably assemble mm-hmm. right i mean we mm-hmm. have we have a story today somewhere over here in the stack of uh four guys praying in front of an abortion clinic in greensboro north carolina
1: oh did they get broken up yeah break it up break it up break
2: it up social distancing Meanwhile, they're out in front of a building providing... There are only
1: four people? You can't gather in a group of four?
2: Especially not when you're in front of a a building where they murder babies, because (sighs) that's an essential service that remains open in North Carolina during this time. My goodness. So, yeah, so the right to assemble. Unreal. Yeah. Uh, We've absolutely lost that. Yeah. Um, The National Production Act going into effect. Uh,
1: Yeah, Trump has decided that GM's taking too long, Yeah. and we have to force them now. Uh, to make ventilators. Mm -hmm. President Trump issued the order on Friday that seeks to force GM to produce ventilators for the virus in the Defense Production Act. Trump said negotiations with General Motors had been productive. Okay. But I'm quoting now. (laughs) But our fight against the virus is too urgent to allow the give and take of the contracting process to continue to run its normal course, unquote.
2: Well, hello there.
1: So he just decided to force them. (laughs) Okay, yeah, we're negotiating. You know what? This is taking too long. Just go do it. Just, yeah, you have to do it. Stop making cars. Start making ventilators. Mm. Trump had previously been reluctant to use the act to force businesses to contribute. Uh, but he said GM was wasting time and that his actions will help ensure the quick production of ventilators oh. that will save American lives.
2: Oh, well, then if it's for that, <clears throat> yeah, right. then we're good. That's
1: it. That's it's totally it exactly. worth losing your freedom, your freedom
2: to build whatever you want to build.
1: Uh-huh. Hmm. U.S. hospitals now have about 65,000 ventilators fully capable of treating severe c- coronavirus. Uh, they could cobble together about 170,000. Some 960,000 people in the U.S. will need to be on ventilators at one point or another during the crisis. Well, yeah, you don't know that for sure. That's almost a million people are going to need ventilators. Uh, They said it's unlikely they'll need that many ventilators at the same time, estimating it will need uh, more like 300,000 very quickly. Okay, so over the course of time, we're going to need almost a million, but right now just 300,000 will do. So, GM, make them. (laughs) <laughs> Get on it. <laughs> but I will tell you, uh, they were one of the companies to take the bailout money, right? Or were they? Did GM take the bailout money? Yes. There was one company that didn't.
2: I think it was Ford didn't, right?
1: Am I wrong? I don't remember. I know one company didn't. and yeah, Ford did not. Yeah, okay. So, because they took the bailout money mm-hmm. the first time around, and they're going to yeah. do it again, uh, I guess you can tell them what to do.
2: Oh, Then they paid it back.
1: Oh, did they? <laughs> So what year did they pay that back? 2010. Oh, that a it didn't long take them long at all. No, it didn't. Right, because they
2: got it in nine. Wow, well, good for them. Eight. Yeah, that's great. Well, then.
1: All right. Well, then, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't be telling them what to do then, right? But they are, and they're going to continue to do that. Canada
2: bailed them out too. Mm. They had to pay them back as well. Wow. Wow. Four point seven. Well, now nah, this this article is written strangely. So anyhow, uh, so they got man okay whatever but yeah they shouldn't be having to answer is the point right because
1: yeah they're because ledger is clear because america uh because the constitution <laughs> but don't worry about any of that ah.
2: yeah because what's going to happen is we're going to get through this mm-hmm. we're going to put in some measures that uh you know maybe maybe, maybe we have to uh violate free market principles in order to save the free market right and you know freedom in general
1: are you telling me i gotta spend money to avoid going bankrupt yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, what i'm that's telling what you I'm telling you. so yeah what, what's <laughs> gonna
2: happen is we're gonna get on the side of this and you're gonna get all your rights back don't worry it's all gonna come back just let us get through this and we'll be back to uh respecting the rule of law
1: i'm just looking for that uh Bush announcement on capitalism. Oh yeah, where he had to. Uh, oh, I remember what I called.
2: Okay, that. yeah. So it says George Bush because we've never had a crisis before, right, in this country. No. And uh, huh. I'm stalling here as best I can. <laughs> yes, and and you know, it's oh, like this is the argument being made also out there. And I thought of this as well. It's like it, it, people try to say, well, the founding fathers couldn't have seen a global pandemic coming. I, I don't know. You ever heard of smallpox? Right. I mean, that cleared yeah. out. They had to move their capital
1: because it was so bad. They also knew about plagues that had happened in Europe before. I mean, you had the bubonic plague, the Black Plague that swept through Europe in the 1600s. You had all kinds of plagues, and they knew about them. So, yeah, they did foresee this. Yes, uh, but I can't find the book. But we have to. We have, I'm telling. We have to abandon. There it is. Our principles abandon. in order to to save them. <laughs> abandon free market <laughs> principles in
2: order to save the free market.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, just to add an addendum uh, to that, if I could, uh, poor people aren't necessarily killers. Now, they probably are. Probably are. But not necessarily. In fact. That in other really- words, if you're poor, you're not just going to go out and kill somebody as a rule.
2: As a general rule. You're yeah, right. Right. Hold on, because I found, when we were talking about that, and I forgot, I have, uh, somewhere in here. Um, well, there's a headline. There's a news story. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's see. There's surprising factors driving murder rates, income inequality, and respect. So, in other words, poor people aren't necessarily killers.
1: Yeah. But they probably will be. Probably will be. Because you're making more money than they. So, <laughs> they've got no choice uh, but to kill you. <laughs> so, they they almost are necessarily killers. Yeah. We but study, in some cases, they're study not. Show, Studies show that... 888-933-93, more Pat at least. Coming up in a minute here. Pat Gray,
0: Unleashed.
1: Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Hopefully you're surviving quarantine, sheltering in place, what, what whatever version of oppression you're experiencing. I hope you're having a wonderful time doing it. <laughs> Uh, 888-933-93. <laughs> also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, cow on the roof tweets, hopefully some good will come out of this pandemic. Maybe Trump will realize the WHO and UN are worthless and pull the US out of the UN. Oh, boy. That That'd be great, be, wouldn't it? Yes. Kara 3022, just wanted to share, 1984 is available for free to watch online. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we should uh, do a refresher course on that. Yeah. From Corey Paw, this disease is not without precedent, but the solution absolutely is. Welcome to the experiment. Oh. Yeah, we've, uh, I mean, again, you go back to H1N1. My son had H1N1. Mm. Uh, we just remembered uh, back, what, 10 years ago when he was 12. And uh, it was no big deal. I mean, he was sick, but it wasn't life-threatening sick. But 18,000 people died in that so, and 60 million were infected, and we didn't throw the Constitution out the window to deal with it. So, you just wonder if if the uh, cure isn't worse than the disease itself. And so far, it hasn't even been a cure. Yeah. Apparently, the coronavirus is even crippling the New York Mafia. Oh, no. Which we can't have. Oh, we just we can't have that. Yeah. <clears throat> The wholesale cancellation of major sports Uh. in the face of the contention uh, contagion has wiped out tens of millions of dollars in illegal gambling income. It's a historic blow to the mafia, (laughs) according to uh, law enforcement agencies. There's never been a time when they weren't making money through gambling. Since the days of Lucky Luciano, when the Five Families started. This is historic. Thanks to the internet, which replaced the cramped social distancing nightmares of yesteryear's wire, wire rooms. It looked as though illegal betting would emerge unscathed uh, during the virus's early days. Then came the postponements and the cancellations. So they could have kept gambling going had the sports events continued to happen, mm-hmm. but they didn't. <laughs> Couple that with uh, you know Las Vegas shutting down. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a really tough time for the mob. Can they get a bailout? Everybody <laughs> else got one. Can we get a mafia bailout? Let's ask. Let's <laughs> ask. a shot. You know, if Harry Reid was still in office, we probably would be considering that.
2: We're institutional to this country. Yeah, I'm going to bail out the mob.
1: <laughs> oh. uh, also, speaking of football and sports being shut down, this
2: this enraged me. Is all weekend,
1: tragic. Kirk Herb a really good analyst. Sure. You have to admit that. All right. I mean, he's you know, good.
2: I mean, he's he's good, pretty good. But yeah. now he's less good after reading uh, this. He's a
1: lot less good. Oof. He's terrible now.
2: Now he's horrific.
1: He actually said over the weekend the NFL and college football should be postponed because it's too risky.
2: Terrible analysis. Shut your fat yap. Yeah, you need to Kirk. stop talking, Kirk.
1: Who do you think you are? College game day uh, host went on ESPN uh, Thursday and spelled out why he's so pessimistic about uh, football. I don't want to know. I'll be shocked if we have NFL football this fall. If we have college football, I'll be so surprised if that happens. Just because, from what I understand, people that I listen to, you're 12 to 18 months from a vaccine.
2: Okay, well, stop listening to them, dude. Yeah, right. And then don't, they don't right. tell us.
1: You're no expert, so yeah. shut up. I don't know how you let these guys go into the locker rooms and let stadiums be filled up and how you can play ball. I just, I just don't know how you can do it with the optics of it.
2: Also, it's an optics, optics thing. Thank <laughs> you,
1: Kirk. It looks bad.
2: Good analysis.
1: Kirk said if the NFL commissioner or uh, anybody who's the people in charge of the NCAA, if he were one of those, he'd shut it down right now. Next thing you know, you got a locker room full of guys that are sick and that's on your watch? I wouldn't want to have that. As much as I hate to say it, I think we're just scratching the surface of where this thing's going to go. You don't know that. You don't know that, Kirk. Again, shut your yap. need
2: to stop talking, Kirk. Yeah,
1: just don't, don't even speak. I don't care for that. Who this, asked you? Right? Who? A- well, probably ES- ESPN. Yeah, the, the probably the interviewer. They, <laughs> they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have asked him. Mm-hmm. Kirk says he doesn't think people realize how much time college and NFL coaches need to properly prepare their teams for the long season. You don't all of a sudden come up with something in July and, or August and say, okay, we're good to go and I mean, turn them loose. That's a good point. But yeah.
2: at this point, I would take crappy football over no football, and I'd take crappy football in an empty stadium. Well, Kirk. here's the
1: thing. Um, they're all going to be in the same place. Right? right? Everybody's subject to this. So everybody starts at the same place in July or August and we just go forward with the entire schedule entire schedule I mean Kirk you're
2: not helping things no man. you're not you're not so just not. stop
1: if you're not part of the solution Kirk <laughs> you're part of the problem and you my friend are part of the problem part of the problem there's just no doubt about that nope <laughs> not a helper and again shut your yap
2: yeah
1: Need to...
2: Stop talking until uh,
1: week one.
2: Week one, we'll listen to you again.
1: Week one of football. When or it's, week zero. Yeah. When it's on. Yes. <laughs> See at the opening game, BYU, Utah. Oh, yeah. The uh, Thursday before the college. I really hate that starts. you guys
2: don't play. You play I know. You play every year, right? But you yeah. play the beginning of the year. Yeah. See, I used to like those games when you'd play uh, in the snow.
1: Yes. Utah, BYU. Mm-hmm. That
2: was fun. Lavelle Edwards days.
1: Good times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Please, so, please bring Lavelle back. 888 thirty three ninety three. Fox News poll shows in other news other than coronavirus. Joe Biden supposedly... Fox has come up with a lot of these polls. Uh, and we all know that Fox is certainly not in the bag for the Democrats. So I don't know what's going on here. But it's hard to believe that Joe Biden is crushing Trump by 25 points in swing counties. 25 points? Wow. Plus, Mm. overall, not just swing counties, it shows Biden with a 49-40 lead over Trump nationally, an eight-point lead in battleground states. But Mm. things are considerably more dire for Trump in counties where Trump and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton were within 10 points of each other. The race remains a nine-point advantage for Biden over Trump when looking at only at those voters extremely interested in the election. And the former vice president has an eight-point edge in battleground states, 48-40.
2: How, man? I don't know. He's out of the news cycle.
1: And out of his mind, yeah. by the way, uh, he's out of a lot of things, including he's out of his noodle. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, the more he talks, though, the better it is for Donald Trump.
2: Here is a Washington Post-ABC News poll that shows a basically... Dead heat, I think. Really? Yeah, forty nine forty seven. Okay. Biden among Biden. Registered
1: voters, not likely, but I mean, but as long as Biden keeps doing this kind of stuff. Hmm.
3: We hold these truths to be self evident.
1: <clears throat> All yeah, men and women
3: created by, yeah, by Go, dude.
1: you know the you know the thing. Created by go, you know the thing. Yeah, but
3: and he what may what we have done uh-huh. is the reason uh-huh. why most of the world was repaired to us yeah. particularly after World War II, mm-hmm. is because of who we are as a nation. I see. We the people. Yeah, we hold these truths et cetera
1: et cetera sure sure
2: yeah but he may be talking to voters that uh, probably have the same mind going yeah I don't know et cetera whatever so he may may not be hurting him much hang on a second this is a Washington post ABC uh, news poll uh-huh. Trump and Biden are close in general election support trust to handle the corona uh, virus outbreak uh, vote choice if election were held today 4947 Biden handle the economy better Trump over Biden 5242. Handle the coronavirus outbreak Mm. better. Trump over Biden, 47-43. Oh, wow. Trust more to handle health care. Biden over Trump, (sighs) 51-41.
1: Oh, it's agonizing. That's people want free stuff. But Biden's not going to give you the free stuff that uh, Sanders would would give you. So, I don't know. I guess they just want expanded Obamacare, which apparently isn't working because all Democrats are against it now. (laughs) Except Joe Biden. 888-933-93. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. It's great to have you with us. 888-933-93. Uh, where we make the apocalypse fun. Uh, remember in two 2000- thousand. Eighteen during the Kavanaugh hearings when Joe Biden said, we need to believe women who accuse men of sexual assault. Do <laughs> you remember that? Uh-oh. <laughs> at the, Uh-oh. At the height of uh, Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation fight, um, he, he was just really indignant about the whole thing. and uh, And both that situation and the situation with Anita Hill he really stepped out and commented on. And he said, for a woman to come forward in the glaring lights of focus nationally, you've gotta start off with the presumption that at at least the essence of what she's talking about is real, (laughs) whether or not she forgets facts, whether or not it's been made worse or better over time. (laughs) Oh, okay. Because I thought this was America where the initial assumption was innocence until you go ahead and prove the person is guilty. Now but that wasn't the thing for Joe in 2018. Huh. Well, because now he's been accused of uh, sexual assault in 1993, I think, right? Mm -hmm. 1993. One of his staffers delivered a gym bag to him at the gym. He took her into a stairwell and and started... uh, he assaulted her. Assaulting her, yeah. And she was really upset about it, obviously. Told her brother and, and I think a friend about it at the time. They both say they remember her telling them about it. Uh, she didn't come forward because he made her feel like, well, he told her she was nothing at the end of it. By the way, you're nothing. You're nothing. And so she thought, okay, I'm, I'm nothing. That's probably the way it'll be perceived, and he's a U.S. senator, and I'm not going to be believed. I, I don't know. Uh, but it didn't come out. But we were supposed to believe her, I guess. Now, n- not so much. According to his, now Joe hasn't hasn't spoken out himself yet. But his camp says no, no, this didn't happen, huh? Uh, let me go back to the quote there because it seemed like it was pretty. Definitive For a woman to come forward in the glaring <laughs> lights of focus nationally, you've got to start off with the presumption that at least the essence of what she's talking about is real. Whether or not she forgets facts. Whether or not it's been made worse or better over time. Hmm. Okay, well, not so much now, I guess. I guess it's a whole different situation now. Uh, 888 900 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let's go to Linda, uh, in Illinois. Uh, Linda, you're a nurse.
4: Hi guys. How hey. are you? Good. Good to talk to you. Hey, you were talking about loss of freedoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a nurse. And while I am really concerned about this epidemic, I am equally concerned about what's going to happen afterwards. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're aware that there's a national vaccine plan. It's been in effect for years, and that culminated into a program called Healthy People 2020. And one of the goals of this program is to have every American, you, me, every adult, child, whoever, vaccinated with every vaccine that the government wants us to have. This new vaccine that they're working on for the coronavirus mm-hmm. is a brand new type of vaccine. It's called a messenger RNA. And this type of vaccine has never been approved before. So I think we all need to take a deep breath and exhibit some caution in this when this is available for us because I am very concerned mm-hmm. about its safety.
1: Uh, why, what, what, is, uh, what is the frightening thing about this vaccine?
4: Well, I'm looking back to the history of what the FDA has approved, and when it, you look at Gardasil, that's the vaccine for HPV that's been given to um, teenagers and preteens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There have been a number of number of deaths of kids. From Gardasil? Vaccine is still out. Yes, yes, this is documented. I didn't realize that. Um, um, it's still out there. This was a new type of vaccine also. It, it's something about a genetically modified Type of vaccine. It was fast tracked. Um, there is some evidence now in Great Britain from studies done there, from their version of the American Cancer Society, that this, um, the cervical cancer and the HPV that it's supposed to prevent
1: mm-hmm. is
4: actually, they're seeing an increase in cases of the cervical cancer and HPV. So. Um, After
1: you've had the vaccine?
4: Yes, this was the first generation of kids wow. who are now Weird. in their 20s yeah yeah so i think we all need to be cautious um Mm -hmm. i can see that this new vaccine for the coronavirus once it comes out could be they could try to force this upon us if that's the case uh and i can't keep my job then i'm done um i had to get a religious exemption to not take the flu vaccine the hospitals Mm -hmm. and all the medical places where you work if you're a healthcare professional They keep track of all of the numbers of the people who get vaccines and who don't get vaccines. And this is reported to the federal government and there is money involved in it. They get money for the number of percentage of employees that are vaccinated. Um, There's so much to this story. If the blaze ever wants to dig into this, I could give you a lot of resources. There's one attorney in the country, Alan Phillips, who is a vaccine rights attorney who helped me to write Uh, my exemption request Mm -hmm. has had his license removed. Um, The the last I've been able to find out about him, uh, he was jailed three times in 2019 for contempt of court for failure to turn over his records. They wanted him to breach the uh, um,
1: attorney-client
4: privilege. Mm-hmm. They wanted him to breach that. He refused, and so he had been arrested. And I haven't been able to find out what happened to him. Um, he was the only person, the only attorney in the country doing this type of work, and he was a, a valuable service to me. So I, I'm really concerned about what's going to happen after the epidemic is over, and they can use this very easily to say, well, look what happened in 2020. You've got to get this vaccine. Mm-hmm. Let's be cautious. Let's let's make sure things are safe and effective before we submit to anything.
1: It's a good safety tip. Thanks a lot, Linda. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I, we are rushing headlong into an awful lot of things. Into being told where we can go, what we can do. Uh, into being told whether a business can stay open or not. Um, a lot of surveillance going on. Edward Snowden just warned that high tech surveillance measures. Uh, that governments are using now to fight the the outbreak, that those might stick around after the virus is contained? No. 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 <laughs> what a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I mean, we
2: just talked about earlier today, what, what is going to be left in the wake of this virus mm-hmm. and measures we're taking now. We're talking about fever detection cameras could be uh, put in place. Mm-hmm. Um, there's new ways that bosses... Um, can can check on you as you're working from home.
1: Oh yeah, they're buying those uh, that spyware stuff. <laughs> exactly, where they can they can track every keystroke you use, even when you're home. So a lot of great. That's things, fine though, because yeah. I'm not doing anything wrong. Doing do anything wrong? I don't care if they're watching they me. Can spy on me all day. What do I care? Go ahead. You're gonna be bored. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is yeah, that,
2: I mean that's the argument yeah. Lindsey Graham made? Yes. Five, six years ago? Yes. Oh
1: Lindsey. Yeah. Boy, he's yeah. A,
2: he's unpredictable now. Yes, he is. Anyhow, yeah, there's gonna be, I think, so many So many uh, things. So many things. Um collateral damage. Yeah. You're right. Yep and trying to stop this thing that we're never going to get back.
1: Another thing that's happening right now in the UK already, and, and this is usually a precursor to what happens here. A local police force in the UK has established an online portal for members of the public to inform on people suspected of breaking the lockdown measures. Uh-huh. <laughs> Humberside Police in Northern England built a website for citizens to narc on their neighbors and um, for violating the government's rules on daily exercise and social distancing,
2: isn't that great? Wait a minute, you can turn somebody in if you stand too close. to somebody?
1: Yeah, yeah. If they're standing too close, maybe there's two or three or four people gathered together and yeah. they're within four feet of each other or something. You you definitely go to this website and you tell police, hey. Oh i I got some people who need to be arrested. I wonder
2: if that's what got those guys in Greensboro, North Carolina busted for praying maybe In front of that abortion clinic could be. I know in Honolulu, I think it is right seventy mm-hmm. people were cited over the weekend two people arrested for breaking the lockdown.
1: yeah, Good so stuff. it's already happening here mm-hmm. um, the website was crafted after after the police force was inundated with reports of alleged <laughs> violations to uh on their phone line and so they created this website for it reports will be assessed based on the information provided and we would ask people to please consider the circumstances before making the report however it may be some of the reports are referred to our partner agencies local authorities for example who could take further action to stop gatherings in certain places well i think that's wonderful good good well if yeah. somebody's outside their house yeah. for the second time right, and they're not exercising, they're just standing there, <clears throat> they need to be taken out.
2: Yeah, you're going to have, have to learn how to combine trips. In other words, when you go outside to exercise, that's also when you need to check your mail. Mm-hmm. You need to work into your workout routine steps to the mailbox and back.
1: Right. Or, yes. or else
2: you're busted. Okay? And as we begin to clamp down over here, uh, over in China, they've gotten back to selling uh, bats and wild animals. So that's good, right? Oh, they have gotten back. Yeah, to, they've gotten back. Uh, you know, things are back to normal for China. <laughs> eating bat. Hey, you know, good. There's we got yeah. here. And mm-hmm. eh, never mind. <laughs> oh, I tell you.
1: We'll just cook it a little longer now. Cook it a you little know? longer. We won't have it as rare as it was before. We'll make it medium rare bat medium rare yeah don't you like your bat medium no, rare i like it no. medium well no, okay medium well please uh, you'll cook out all the taste that way well, all the delicious bat taste got all the virus too <laughs> uh, british police forces have been accused of overzealous implementation of the coronavirus <laughs> measures after they were granted special powers by the government to enforce the lockdown in derbyshire Police released drone footage of a man taking a walk by himself. Wow. And a middle aged couple exercising their dog in a park, admonishing them for allegedly breaking the lockdown rules. And uh, they were ticketed.
2: Dude out by himself?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Ticketed. Yeah. A great Manchester police team appeared to engage in similar off the hook lawmaking by <laughs> uh, claiming that. Exercise was limited to one hour in a tweet that has now been deleted. Okay, good. Uh, Police in North Yorkshire, meanwhile, will be performing random inspections at checkpoints on roads to see if travelers are making non-essential trips. How are you going to know when when you ask them where you're going? Uh Uh-huh. Huh. What if they say, I'm going to the doctor? Are you going to follow them to make sure they're telling the truth? Ah. What if they say, I'm going to the grocery store, got to get some food? <laughs> Are you going to follow them to make sure they're going to the grocery store? I'd tell them, I'd say none ya. None ya business. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and then they, you'd probably be ticketed okay. or arrested. Probably so. Uh, despite posts yesterday highlighting issues of people still visiting the uh, Peak District, Despite government guidance not to, the message is still not getting through. These people are so thick-headed, they think they can still go outside. <laughs> they think they can still drive from point A to point B like they're like they're free or something.
2: Yeah, is there not some happy medium here because we admonish That's the the, thing. the youth yeah. at the beach, right, for mm-hmm. gathering in this large area and then going and spreading the virus throughout the country presumably. All right, so we're saying, how about we find a middle ground there, okay? We don't go into these large yeah. gatherings and be stupid and then go spread it. What was You, you, you were saying something earlier off-air about the house party in Connecticut or something. I mean, let's not be stupid. Let's be smart. Let's police ourselves. We can still mm-hmm. go outside. Give me a break. I realize this is Britain, but this is also happening in Chicago we talked about last week. Right.
1: Okay. You can be arrested if you're caught outside right. in Chicago. In Honolulu,
2: similar. Uh, it, it's like there is a middle ground here. And if we can police ourselves, then we can get through this. Mm-hmm. We don't need the government literally flying drones overhead to make sure that we're doing the right thing. Come on. This, uh, the other side of this is dark if we're not careful right now, today, at this moment.
1: Yeah, it could be really bad. Really, really bad. Um But, you know, as the virus spreads, you know, we just kicked into uh, high gear here with 142,793 cases in the U.S. now, 2,490 deaths in New York alone. They're responsible for almost half, Mm -hmm. 59,648 cases in New York, 13,386 in Jersey. So, yeah, it's a concern. But how much do we give up because we're so concerned that's the problem. we got
2: to be smart or else the government's going to feel like they have the green light to crack down on us.
1: Right. Um, <sighs> yeah, we showed you that cell phone tracking map. I mean, that is, that's chilling what they can do. Uh, tracking the cell phones of all of those kids who were down in Florida at the beach and then when, where they went from there to spread around the virus if they had it. That, did, that didn't mean all those kids had the virus. Right. But they could have, and that's how bad it could have spread. Um,
2: yeah, and I can't find the story. I was reading something over the weekend that uh, you know they're really thinking that it's that it's you know touching where the virus is on mm-hmm. a, on, a, on an object, and then wipe your face, touch your face, right? Your Which eyes, I, your nose, your mouth. I had to do that right there, right, right. Yeah. So if you just <laughs> what we've been saying since mm-hmm. literally January.
1: Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Just wash your hands, please. Right.
2: That's all we're saying, and th- we, we could stop a whole lot of heartache if we're just washing our hands.
1: All but, we you, are saying wash is your, please wash, please your, wash hands. your hands. Please wash your hands. That's better than
2: mine. I was gonna try to cram all in the word freaking. All we
1: are saying Ta-da, is wash your freaking hands. Please wash your hands. Yeah, yours is better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not surprising, is it? Triple eight nine hundred 93 uh, President Trump talking about what's going on at the hospitals in because he's getting pummeled for everything really by uh, the news media. He's being pummeled because he's doing too much. He's being pu- pummeled because he's not doing enough. Uh, they can't even make up their mind. It doesn't matter what he does. What he does, they're going to criticize him for it. And you know, they're talking about the mask shortage because at one hospital in New York, they need. Uh, 300,000 masks. They usually use 10,000 a week. Now they need 300,000. Wow. So, so here's President Trump discussing that.
3: For years, 10 to 20,000 masks. Okay, it's a New York hospital. Very, It's packed all the time. How do you go from 10 to 20 to 300,000? 10 to 20,000 masks mm-hmm. to 300,000 even though this is different, something's going on. Mm. And you ought to look into it as reporters. Where are the masks going? Are they going out the back door? How do you go from Mm 10,000 to Uh, 300,000? And we have that in a lot of different places. So somebody should probably look into that because I just don't see from a practical standpoint how that's possible to go from that to that. And we have that happening in numerous places. Mm.
1: Okay, so 10... Thousand is what they usually use. In a week. And now they're talking about 300,000 in a week. That does seem like a gigantic leap.
2: And my instinct when I saw this during his evening uh, presser last night was, yeah, the, the, something that's going on, Mr. President. is a it, pandemic. is a global pandemic. Right. And the epicenter is New York City where these hospitals are.
1: But what's, what he's saying is, is that even feasible in this case? Because l- let's say the whole hospital is filled you still i mean 20,000 was a maximum before that mm-hmm. now you're talking about uh it 11 12 times that amount in one week so how is that possible and you i just st-
2: i don't know and and somebody a uh, pat had pointed out uh He's been right about stuff like this before yes right so yeah, let's just let's just wait and see so let's uh, wait and see before we you know completely freak out on
1: I'd like to hear from the doctors or administrators at that hospital and why is it so why is it increased exponentially like that are you putting them on all the patients and the doctors and nurses are the doctors and nurses discarding them multiple times a day is that why or are they being stolen as he kind of seems to allude to here mm. are people walking out with them? And taking them home, I I don't know, I don't know what's going on. So what
2: would that be for one hospital? That would be forty thousand a day. Check my Keith math, right? I'll
1: yeah, if you. it's a week, yeah, yeah. about that, mm-hmm. right?
2: Because that's what the math is: three hundred thousand right. a week,
1: right? and then that's one point two million a month. Mm. Okay, well. uh, that's a lot of math. So yeah, so
2: we're at forty thousand a day. Huh. I, mean, I I don't know. Uh, I know I know it's everything I'm seeing. Huh. It's catastrophic in New York. It's a war zone. But one hospital, 40,000 per day?
1: Ah, that's a lot. That does seem like a lot. <laughs> it does seem like a lot. It does seem like a lot. It's
2: 20,000 half of a day.
1: But how dare the president even broach this?
2: You know, because he's just
1: not, he hasn't done enough, he can't do enough, or 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 he's done too much, and he shouldn't be doing it. About
2: 1,500 masks an hour,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Sure. That's a lot. It's a <laughs> lot. Uh, but Chuck, Chuck Todd is saying now that uh, this president has blood on his hands because of his, I guess, inaction. Uh, here's what he had to say on his cute show.
2: You know, your campaign put out in a critique of, of President Trump and says if he doesn't do these things, you know, he could, he could cost lives. Do you think there's already – do you think there is blood on the president's hands considering well, the slow guess, response? What do you or think – pause, too pause, pause.
1: What do you think the answer's going to be? Will Joe Biden say no? There's no blood on this president's hands. Mm -mm. He's actually done a decent job. Let's see.
3: I think that's a little too harsh. I think what's happening is The failure to. As I watched uh, a prelim (laughs) to your show, where someone said that Joe uh, made made the phrase, use the phrase that uh, the the president (laughs) just thinks out loud. He should stop thinking out loud and start thinking deeply.
1: (laughs) Okay, I could. Wow. Wow. There's still room to be surprised every once in a while. <laughs> there was no way I thought he was going to say that. Yeah, when you set much.
2: that up, I thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's, that's no, what he says. <laughs> that's
1: great. Good for you, Joe.
2: I know. It, it Good was for you. Very surprising indeed.
1: Yeah, I I like that. There's a decent answer from a, from a politician, which we almost never get. We don't get thoughtful. That was almost a thoughtful answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to accuse the president of having blood on his hands. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks That's For the a setup, strong. though, Chuck. But uh, yeah. you live on that island by yourself. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, did he get any, you know, blowback from that? I don't know. Ask it if the president. I doubt it. I haven't I seen. I doubt it. <laughs> That's amazing. These uh, these people, they're just not journalists anymore. They're they're just opinion givers. Triple Eight. Uh, 933.93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. One more thing I want to share with you. We got uh, Cody Wilson. You Remember Cody Wilson? He's the, uh, the gun guy? The gun guy. 3D printer? Yeah. Oh, no. Back in the news. Okay. Because he has made thousands of digital gun files uh, publicly huh. available now. This guy just loves to stir things up. Yeah. Blueprints that will enable users to make plastic guns with three dimensional printers. <laughs> <laughs> in whose it's conception, though? Yeah, right, that's right. that's the thing. Yeah, Cody, who's, who's re- Who, You know, In whose conception? Under yep. what paradigm? Under what paradigm? You know? You know? I'm just resisting. What am I resisting? I don't I know. know. The collectivization the of manufacture? The institutionalization of the human, the human psyche. psyche? I'm not uh, sure. And I'm sure. But I can tell you one thing yeah. this is a symbol of reversibility. They can never eradicate the gun from, from the earth. From the earth, yeah. Hey, you can't be using a level, Sorry, I level two look-alike is, firearm That's right a there. symbol of reversibility. That's a level two look-alike firearm. You can't be doing you that.
2: You can't eradicate it from the face of the earth, but no. a hedge clipper Mm-mm. can, obviously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cody. So, uh And yeah. he, claims, he claims these news files are impervious to legal challenge. Uh-huh. I'll be surprised if they're impervious.
2: <laughs> I'm, well, a, it, you know, look. <laughs> if governments are going to shut down gun manufacturers and shops... Yeah where you can buy a product then we're gonna make it ourselves yeah
1: right (laughs) i think that's his that's his theory here and uh we'll see we'll see how that works out for. when governments back this society into a corner we're going to adapt stay healthy we'll see you again tomorrow morning